Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, this is the Faith in Kids Summer Podcast. We're up to episode number five. Who have I got with me? It's Jam. Hello. We should look at the theme for the episode and uh, let's listen to what Josh has to say. So, it's hairy and it lives on farm. There's some in this country. They... They have white on the curly bit. This is what noise they make. <laughs> I'm not scared of them. So, what is Josh talking about? Of course you know. This week we're talking about sheep. <laughs> that seems a weird thing to be talking about, doesn't it? There's a lot of sheep in the Bible. I think it's a rich theme because of what sheep are actually like. And that's what we'll be talking about today. So I don't want to say it all now. So on Monday, um, there was a, a Facebook video, which, uh, which you did, looking at uh, David, who has a track record with sheep. What, what's, what's the story there? Well, incredibly, and I know this will come as a surprise to most of you, but sheep feature in the story of David and Goliath. There is a moment. Hang on, does David throw a sheep at Goliath? No, he doesn't. Nor is Goliath a giant sheep. And nor is David in the middle of shepherding when he talks to Goliath. But he still okay. gets sheep into the story. Brilliant. How does he do that? He says, if God helped me look after sheep, then he can jolly well help me look after you, Goliath. Uh, well, great. I'm, I'm using those exact words. He, roughly. He jolly wasn't well. as English yeah. as me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People do become very, very polite when they're around very, very tall people, especially when they have a sword that's the same height as them. Uh, they do. So, yeah. And then on Tuesday, Amy um, had a look at Psalm 23, the Lord's my shepherd, which is probably the most famous psalm. And so um, maybe you've got a song in your in your head and your heart as a result of that. That That would be a great song to finish with. Yeah. Whether it's our song or not, you finish with. You should sing that one for the rest of your day. The Lord Absolutely. is my shepherd. We're all about read, pray, sing. We haven't got there yet. The singing comes at the end because first we have some fun facts 
I'm going to festoon you with some fun facts, Ed. Please do, Jan. So I'm not sure about this first one. Um, I read it on, on the internet. It said the average American, I'm sure it's the same for the British person, spends two and a half days each year looking for lost items. Uh-oh. I think that's a very conservative estimate. Well, you think it's more than that? Goodness. Oh, I just spend my life running around the house looking oh. for things. I always look for my wallet, always. Yeah, and you never keep it, keep it in the same place. No. And it's, it's so annoying. And your kids are just sitting there as you're running around yes. getting more and more cross. My daughter does say, what have you lost today? Wow, what have you lost today? Yes. Goodness, that's a... Uh, now, um, adults, we do lose things. And in a survey of 2,000 adults, we are told that we will typically misplace four items a month keys mobile phones pens and glasses being the most common but before you get too smug kids you are the worst culprit typically losing seven items a month according to this survey including but not limited to school jumpers books stationery socks and toys now socks is definitely something there is a fairy in our house who steals socks absolutely certain of it individual socks but never a pair and tupperware lids yeah yeah there is a fairy somewhere at the end of our garden with a lot of tupperware lids and socks in 2017 there was a train company that told people some weird objects that were left on trains by mistake yes and lost in their lost property including a star trek costume a seven foot surfboard a stuffed toy kangaroo an inflatable cactus skis a life-size cutout of Donald Trump, false teeth, a cheque for £2,500, and a prosthetic leg. What is a prosthetic leg, Jam? So if, if you have to have a leg amputated, you can yes. actually have, a, have a, basically a mechanical leg fitted instead. And somehow someone managed to get off the train without it. Which of those items do you think is the most surprising to have left behind? I think a leg. I mean, you, you surely. Think? Yeah. But here's the even weirder thing. Last weird thing is... The train company, for some reason, decided to commission members of the Philharmonic Concert Orchestra to create a piece of music using the left-behind items on trains. And if you look, click on the show notes to a link, you will find the ode to my former owner using goods from the Lost and Found office. I haven't watched that video yet. I'll be going straight there afterwards. They play a surfboard. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, it's only a minute and a half. Well worth your time. I'll go, I'll rush there. Yeah, yeah. So those are my slightly weird fun facts about being lost and things that are being lost rather than sheep. Because we looked at sheep, um, I think, in the Ephesians series or a while back. So I thought, let's go for lost things rather than sheep things. Now, Jam, you have an intriguing challenge, Ed. Tell me about it. How good at you are spotting sheep with your ears, Ed? I I've, don't think I've ever tried to spot a sheep with my ears. I'm so pleased to hear that uh, because now is your chance. I have six sound effects for you to listen to and I want you to tell me which, if any of them, are sheep. And some of them might not be sheep, but animals like sheep. Okay. So uh, l- listen to the... Why don't you listen to the first one? Okay, ready? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? 
there is absolutely no doubt that that is a sheep. There's that is definitely a sheep. Okay, you're wrong on two counts. Oh, firstly, it's meant to be a goat, and secondly, mm. it's actually a human being. What? Yes. Let's listen to that again. The moment you know it's a human, you can sort of tell. I th- I think he's a pretty gifted human. Absolutely. Okay, sound number two. Oh, that was very brief. Here we go. Let's listen again. Oh, Jam, honestly, how can these not be sheep? I hope some of them get easier. That, to me, is obviously a sheep. Okay, that's a goat. Oh. Yeah. Sheep and the goats. Uh, That's a whole different part of the Bible we're not going to talk about. I'm hoping Uh, one of these is obvious. Otherwise, this game could just be Ed saying it is and you saying it isn't. Okay. No, there there is definitely a sheep. Don't worry. Um, At least one. Uh, Number three. Oh. Okay. I'm going to say that isn't a sheep. Correct. What is it? Out of interest? Probably related to a sheep, very distantly. Listeners at home, have a guess. Oh, goodness, Jan. Well, he's, uh, he's, to me, it sounds much smaller than a sheep. Ah, interesting. Maybe. Very, it's a very timid noise. Yes. Uh, that's, that sound is alpaca makes a noise while scratching his throat. Alpaca making noise. That's an alpaca. They sound very gentle. Okay. Mm. Here's number four. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Oh, hang on. I thought that was cow, but I'm not so sure now. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that one, that last one sounded like a sheep. I'm not sure they all did. Yeah. They, that was sheep. It did. It does sound like a calf at the beginning there, doesn't it? It did. I thought that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll give you that. So that's two out of four. Oh goodness. Okay. It's all. How are you getting on at home? Here's number five. Oh goodness. That's that one. Sounds like it's asking a question. Listen to that one again. Uh. Hmm. Sheep or not sheep. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to say lamb. I'm going to say that's a lamb. Okay, that's another goat. That sound effect oh. is called happy goat. Happy goat, rather than yeah. goat asking questions. Yeah, and okay. finally, last one. So I'm on two out of three. I need half marks. Okay, that is absolutely a lamb. And if you say it's not, you're lying. Okay. Actually, that's a fawn. It's a baby deer. Oh, goodness. They, are, they, they sound a lot like a sheep. Well, you need yeah. to know that if ever you come across a fawn in the dead of night. Absolutely. So, you know, it could be an alpaca, could be a fawn. There, there are many ways in which this can go wrong. And there is a life lesson here somehow. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> Children, remember, not everything that sounds like a sheep is a sheep. That, so that was Challenge Ed. Repray Sing is what we're about here. So we're going to read the Bible, um, then we're going to pray, and then there'll be some uh, singing at the end. Uh, Ed, where are we looking at in the Bible? We're looking at John 10. Hello, Anna here. 
I'm going to read John 10 verses 3 to 4 and verses 11 to 15. The man who guards the door opens it for him, and the sheep listen to the voice of the shepherd. He calls his own sheep using their names, and he leads them out. He brings all of his sheep out. Then he goes ahead of them and leads them. They follow him because they know his voice. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. The worker who is paid to keep the sheep is different from the shepherd who owns them. So when the worker sees a wolf coming, he runs away and leaves the sheep alone. Then the wolf attacks the sheep and scatters them. The man runs away because he is only a paid worker. He does not really care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, I give my life for the sheep. What animal are you like? Do you think you're like an eagle? Do you think you're elegant, majestic? Do you think you're like a dolphin swimming so smoothly in water? Do you think you're like a rhino, relaxed, deliberate, careful? Do you think you're like a monkey, naughty and cheeky? Sorry. Relaxed, deliberate and careful yeah. is not what I would say a rhino is. Oh, now you're absolutely. playing tricks with me. Try and guess the animal from the description. Yeah, Relaxed I can, and I can, careful. I really rhino? Would. Yes, when you watch a rhino, you're just thinking, he is very cool. I think that may be true, but wow. Okay, sorry, carry what, on. What words should I have used for rhino, Jan? I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Well, d- start. What animal are you like? The Bible says we're like sheep, which is disappointing, particularly when you realise that sheep are mainly known for tiny brains and terrible eyesight. They do stupid things and they can't even look after themselves. None of us want to be called stupid, but we have all done the foolish thing. We have wandered away from God. We have walked away from him, even though it is dangerous and stupid. Jesus said today, I am the good shepherd. Two quick reasons why he's the good shepherd. Are you ready? He cares for us. A good shepherd knows the name of his sheep. So he would notice if Patch was missing or if Flossie was limping or if Bobby was a bit excitable. A shepherd knows his sheep. He knows each of their names because he cares. It's the same with Jesus. Our shepherd knows each of us very well because he cares. Jesus knows about you. He could say, I know you find school difficult. I know you find it hard to love your sister. I know you want to be just like your friends. Jesus knows each of us and he cares. Jesus gave up his life for us. That's the second way he's like a good shepherd. Do you know why a shepherd would die for a sheep? And a good shepherd would. Because the sheep is in great danger. So Jesus is telling me and you, we were in great danger. We forget that. We don't feel like we're in danger. But Jesus gave up his life to save us from the danger we are in. 
we were going to be lost forever outside of God's family. But then we were rescued. Jesus gave his life for us. Can you think of a shepherd you'd rather have? Who is the shepherd you'd rather have to care for you, to give up their life for you? Is there anyone out there? No. I would be amazed if you could find another human being, maybe except your parents, who would give up their life for you and care for you. And they don't even love you as much as Jesus loves you. Jesus won't ever lose a single one of his sheep. Once we're trusting in him, he has has us forever. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you that we have a good shepherd. We have a good shepherd even if we don't realise that we are like sheep. Please help us to understand, Father, the danger we are in so that we understand the love Jesus has for us. Amen. Amen. Ed's got questions. Threes to fives. What animal does Jesus say we are like? Fives to sevens. Who is Jesus like? The answer is not sheep. Eights to elevens. What makes Jesus like a good shepherd? Because there are bad shepherds and there are just shepherds who do their job and get paid. But Jesus is like a good shepherd. What makes him a good shepherd? Over 11s, most people don't feel like they're in danger without Jesus. If you had the chance, what would you say to them to explain it? If you were talking to someone who didn't realise the danger they're in without Jesus, what would you say to them? So in a minute, we're going to sing. But first, let's just look ahead. Uh, Ed, uh, you're going to be doing something um, coming up this week, uh, looking at a book. Is that right? Yes. If you go to faithinkids.org, you will find a blog post where I'm reviewing some books. Some of them are old books, but some of them are new books. Because if we are like sheep, one way Jesus keeps feeding us is terrific books people have written, Christians have written for us to keep showing us more of our good shepherd. I've tried to pick some of the very best. Some of them are kids' Bibles. Some of them are great books. Take a look at that. We've read, we've prayed, and now we're going to sing. This is one from our friend Randall, Good Game. It's a bit Christmassy in some ways, this song, but it's all about Jesus being our shepherd king. Do sing along. And to do that, you can also click on the link in the notes and you can find the video on YouTube with the words for the chorus uh, when that comes up and an animated video to go with it. So why don't you give that a try as we read, pray and sing. Take it away, Randall. The shepherd dad and the shepherd boy Tending sheep when the angel's glory burst out of the sky It burst out of the sky The shepherd dad and the shepherd boy Listen careful to the angel's story Go and see the king Go and see the king Glory, hallelujah, glory Hallelujah, glory To the king of kings and lord of lords Glory, hallelujah, glory Hallelujah, glory Hallelujah, the Christ child is born The shepherd dad told his son to keep Watch over the shepherd's sheep While they go find the baby That in the manger lay The shepherd boy said, can't I go? Papa, please, but dad said, no Clear as that trumpet sound 
the shepherds went to town singing glory hallelujah glory hallelujah glory to the king of kings and lord of lords glory hallelujah glory hallelujah glory hallelujah the christ child is been lovely being here have a great week see you next time bye 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 the shepherds found the stable there in quiet bethlehem but one look in the manger and one shepherd turned and ran Shepherd dad ran through the streets Back to the fields where tending sheep He found his shepherd's son He found his shepherd's son And leaping like a mountain cat He scooped his son up on his back And said, hold on tight Our Savior is born tonight Glory, hallelujah, glory Hallelujah, glory To the King of kings and Lord of lords Threes to fives, what animal does Jesus say we are like? Fives to sevens, who is Jesus like? The answer is not sheep. Eights to elevens, what makes Jesus like a good shepherd? Because there are bad shepherds and there are just shepherds who do their job and get paid. But Jesus is like a good shepherd. What makes him a good shepherd? Over 11s, most people don't feel like they're in danger without Jesus. If you had the chance, what would you say to them to explain it? If you were talking to someone who didn't realise the danger they're in without Jesus, what would you say to them? Uh, Your voice intonation did not suggest that you'd finished. Sorry, Jan. I thought I could say something else. 